Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, a local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And we are wrapping up the month of McCarthy with... I'm sad to see it go, man. There's so many more we could do. You know, so many great fucking movies. Yeah, well, you know how I... Like was really excited about this whole month thing. Mm. You've kind of like tarnished it. I don't want to do this ever again. <laughs> what? It, it couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> yeah, I didn't enjoy this. I've given you some great, some great. No, movies. you haven't. It was a month of just like mediocre comedy. I mean, the boss, the boss. Yeah, I could see, but fucking the heat is great. I'm sorry, <laughs> and bridesmaids. <laughs> so, identity thief with. Jason Bateman, Melissa McCarthy, and there's a lot of people in this movie. I can't remember them right off rip, but yeah, I was like, oh, there's that one. Oh, uh, uh, Kimmy Schmidt, Eric Stone Street from Modern Family. Mm. Um, uh, he was by far my favorite part of this movie, and we'll get to it. Morris Chestnut, uh, T.I. T.I. is a horrible actor. Dude, I, <laughs> dude, I was about to say, like, I love this movie so much, but he is literally, like, my, if worst. I have one complaint, it's him and the and the chick. Yeah. The, like, the hitman, the yes. hitman and woman, like, I hate their dynamic. They are literally take away. Now, the bounty hunter, having the redneck T-1000 chase him, yes. I loved him. I loved him. He was great. You know what's funny is I couldn't re- recognize who he was because of the fucking goatee. I'm like, yeah, I yeah. know this guy. I've seen his fucking face. And then I looked it up. I'm like, a fucking... Fucking! I hope that they were just like he showed up and he's like, "What do y'all want me to do? Or like, what do you want me to go with this character?" And he's like, "I kind of got like a red, uh, like a dog mm-hmm. slash, but like still the same intensity as the T, as the T one thousand." And he's like, "That's I've been, I, I was born to play this, bro. I got yes. this." He was another highlight of this movie. Yeah, I hope I hope he got to come up with his own character on that one. Yeah, that was a, that was a pretty brilliant move. Um, so what the fuck is this movie about it's about actually uh what people consider every day it happens every day but people don't think it's a big deal but it is is uh identity theft it probably doesn't happen this easy though someone calls you up and they're like hey someone stole your identity can i have your social security number so we can protect you Mm -hmm. yeah here it is oh now i'm gonna steal your identity for real well, I'm sure that a bunch of people, that's how it got to be that big is because you yeah, know, people there's, um, very trusting about who called them. You know how they, those spam callers mm-hmm. that call you and you just hang up on them immediately? Old people don't do that. That's they listen saying. to every call. And they say, oh, a little, or, you know, Johnny's in prison or whatever. You know, he needs your money or, you know, whatever. The no, they'll say, is. like, your phone is locked and you need yeah. five. we need $500 to unlock your phone. And they're like, what are you talking about? Um... When I worked in collections, I was blown away about how many people I would call. I'd be like, hey, your due is your your payment is past due on your phone bill. And they'd be like, here's a card. Just take it and pay it like right off rip. Mm-hmm. Like no questions about why it's late or anything. It happened like constantly. It's because most people are. Yeah. And I was like, I guess you got money like that. Just pay the whole thing. Well, it's, I think it's like, you know, um, like when Spectrum tells me that I have to pay my Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. you know, it comes from that long ass official, you know, number and all that. And when you call, you get the recording and everything. Um, you know, people bitch about automated systems, but mm-hmm. they've had to go to that because of identity theft. Like yeah. People call and sound official as shit. This is so-and-so with Verizon and we just want to offer you and, and we just need a couple things, your birthday. You know, shit like that. And like you said, older people or just some people yep. that are, 
you know, whatever got shit going on, like, mm-hmm. you know, how he how he got Jason how she got Jason Bateman. You know, he's like filing papers and working and shit and she right. made it seem like it was just a quick little credit check type mm-hmm. deal or and he gave it up. Do you have any stories about identity theft that nah, you know of? I, I'm, well, for one, I don't have any money, so I've never had to worry about people trying to take it. <laughs> You've never heard of anybody getting their identity stolen? Oh, yeah. I've heard of uh, people getting their bank accounts hacked and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, they'll go to use a gas pump, and it had a, whatchamacallit, like a chip oh, reader yeah, on it. Scanner, and, yeah. Or they go to a restaurant, and a fucking waitress slides that oh, shit Oh, that's why there. you always put a slash in the... Uh, the tip thing yeah, yeah yeah for sure you have to put a slash if you don't want to tip them because they will write in a tip amount and then fucking charge you for it that's crazy and you know that's crazy is like you know a smart motherfucker wouldn't go because some people are stupid they'll put like a hundred bucks mm-hmm. you know some dumb shit like you're gonna see that and fight that charge yeah but you, you put, put like 20 15 10, 20 yeah you know you, you you just be like damn the dinner was expensive that <laughs> night funny story i uh i went out drinking with some friends one night and um one of my friends got so drunk that when they did the tip, they put a $60 tip because I think their bill came out to $40 and you know how you round up. Right. I think they just rounded a little too much and then rounded up to a hundred dollars and gave the waitress a $60 tip. I was Mm. like, well, that's on you. Mm. That's tough. Um, But anyway, I do have like a small identity thief like story. There was this guy I worked with and it didn't make sense the way he told me. He said his dad and him have the same name and some of the things that his dad had on his credit fell back on him and ruined his credit score. What I think actually happened is his dad used his social security number mm-hmm. with the same name and just fucked his credit up and just said like, oh, it was just a mix up. I'm sorry, son. Well, funny fact, uh, I actually know somebody that has the same name as their father mm-hmm. except he's a junior and i'm you know for the sake of this person who may or may not have ever heard this but uh you know i'll i'll leave him nameless but you know who he is and uh he would go to places like home depot lowe's walmart you know places that would give out credit cards best buy yeah yeah and would get credit cards from these places in his dad's name would just leave off the junior and my uh the other person would get all these crazy collecting calls about how you got two thousand dollars out on a 65 inch tv right you know shit like that and eventually the other person got on to it and uh (laughs) it, it created a bunch of you know a little bit of hostility in the family a little bit uh <laughs> thanksgiving was awkward for a couple of years yeah right um so yeah I, I i get it and it sucks and mm-hmm. you know people are like oh you know the bank will take care of it you know that's what insurance and all that like it's not always guaranteed like no sometimes um, it's like you have to jump through hoops to get it taken care of or it could just take forever yeah. you know for whatever reason you know right so melissa mccarthy's character that's what she does is she She's steal people scammer scammer I, yeah right and um she scams Jason Bateman. He uh, well because his name he's a man and his name is Sandy. It's unisex. Yeah, and <laughs> she actually plays that to her advantage because mm-hmm. you know Sandy Patterson that could be a man, woman, whatever. You know? Right. It is just funny because like the whole time it shows him working. He's got a family. Like he's just like digging in. You know, trying to like 
get right. be- get ahead in life. Yeah, and he- she's just buying dumb shit constantly, and like that's like another thing. She's kind of like a sociopath. She makes up all these elaborate fucking fantasies and stories. Like when she's getting a big ass diamond ring, she's like Bill's a fireman or a doctor or whatever the fuck she comes up with, you mm-hmm. know. And she's buying massage chairs. She wakes, jet skis. she wakes up and hits that dude in the fucking throat. I love that. Like, oh my god, that's a McCarthy signature now. Yeah, like, um, I was uh, I was talking about it when I was watching this, and I'm like the throat punch. I was like, she did it once, and then she did it again. I'm like, she has to do it at least two more times for it to be fucking hilarious to me. And then she did, and I was like, okay, yeah, you're on my good side. She now. does it to him like three fucking times. It never gets. She old. does it to him twice. She does it to the cop once. <laughs> No, 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 not the cop, the, the guy in the band. Yeah, yeah, the bounty hunter. And then she does it to him one last time. And I was like, all right, got me. <laughs> that was a good joke. And Jason Bateman just sells shit, dude. Like he does. the look on his face. Like one of my favorite scenes in Extract is when he hits that fucking two foot bong. Mm-hmm. And he, he's coughing. And like it looks like he really took a hit or something. Cause like he's coughing. He's like, what's wrong with me? And smoke's still coming out of his mouth. Like. <laughs> I didn't get Jason Bateman's humor for the longest time, but I think he's fucking brilliant and I love him. Um, I don't know, man. It's always been I don't know. I mean, he has never been and now he's up in my top five like of actors right oh, now. Oh, he is like yeah. yeah. But you know, I always liked him, but he wasn't like somebody that I was just like, Oh shit, man, I love that guy. You know what I hate? I saw that movie The X in theaters and it turned me off to him for a while. Because mm-hmm. he just played such a douche in that movie yeah that, like, but i gave you the gift where he plays kind of a douche too oh yeah yeah i didn't like him in that and then the <laughs> spelling bee movie have you seen that it's fucking hilarious it's okay i mean like i really liked it it's it's uh it's like i said but it's kind of a fucked up movie like yeah you know but uh it, it's got some funny parts but that's also like i think that's when he's the best is when like you don't want to say like uh the one with him and ryan reynolds the switch Mm-hmm. Like I love that like he got to be the fucking unrated raw like you know because he's he's funny like that when when you don't expect it yeah know? but I I enjoy his dry humor like this and identity yeah Thief, like his this, like real uh, dry humor um it's right. very Arrested Development I was gonna say this and um horrible bosses like that's his best when he's doing this kind of comedy yes um so yeah he finally finds out he uh that someone stole his identity but he's moving into a new firm and the firm doesn't want to hire him on now because of all this thing that he's going through oh yeah by the way uh quick cameo by the great um john uh favreau sorry the great john favreau (laughs) it's okay sorry yeah anyways he plays his boss and like he's like just call my call my boss I'm telling you, he's like, we did call your boss. We're just like, we did call your boss. He said you were a, a, a drunk at work all the time. <laughs> he's in your shitty person. <laughs> yeah. Like, helped him out at all. Oh, no, no. He said you have weapons, like guns everywhere. <laughs> You're a drug dealer. That's he's what he said. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. I like that. Because John Favreau is another one that just plays a great asshole. Oh, 100%. Uh, he, yeah, he's just got a gift for it. Mm-hmm. Um. I love him in Couples Retreat. He's or not Couples Retreat. Fucking, uh, I love you, man. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. he's fucking good. He's only in it for like ten minutes, but it's gold. Yeah, Throws he always does the him. best cameos. Um, so he 
um, Jason Bateman talks to the cops. They're like, uh, how are you going to take care of this? They're like, eh, it could take maybe a year. He's like, I don't have a year. That's what I'm saying. He's I- like, what if I bring her here in front of you? He's like, if you can do that, then yes, we'll take care of it. So that's where this whole movie comes. Which, I'm sorry, I do want to point out, like, no cop would ever... Would, no, I don't... And, and not that Morris Chestnut encouraged him to do this at all. That's, He's kind of like, that's super impossible for you to do that. Right. Because you know, that's technically kidnapping. That is one thing about this movie, is you really have to suspend your belief on, like, real life. Because mm-hmm. none of this stuff could happen, or would happen, or... I think the I think the crazy thing about it was, was that... Uh, what makes it great is Jason Bateman because you believe that he cares about his family so much that he's willing because and and that's the type of person that he is that he's not a, no, no, no. a yeah. brazen daring person so that's what makes it that much better right he does make it so you buy into this character that's not right, the, that's not the thing it's the cop and the crime and that's the shit that i have like problems with with this movie because no fbi agent is going to hand you a picture of the person that like stole your identity. Right. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, this is the person that's doing no, no, this no, to That's you. what it was. She got arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they that's had a mugshot. Because they were going to take him to jail. Because right. they thought it was him that did it all. But that's what I'm saying is like, we, yeah. we know who did it. We know it's not you, but they're not going to be like, here she is. This oh, is yeah. what she looks like. This is where she lives. And- yeah, exactly. They're not going to do all that because you're going to go on and do something worse than she did. Well, they did say Winter Park, Florida. And he got the idea because he's like, I don't, what would I go to a salon in Winter Park, Florida? And that's how he gets the idea to call the salon and yeah, yeah, yeah. get it, get her address and shit. But, right. um, so this is where the the movie picks up is he goes down to Florida, which why does that be in Florida? Dude, I've <laughs> noticed that a lot, like a lot of movies, like the shitty part of the movie takes place in Florida. Right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they have to do something fucked up to deal with Florida. I just want to say, as uh, two guys and two podcasters that do live in, in Florida, right? Um, we're not all fucking idiots. No, like, we're not. You know, we're not I mean, all, we're we're idiots, but uh, yeah, we're not, not like but criminals. The good kind. Yeah, yeah. The good kind. Not like fucking deranged, you know, crazy. <laughs> exactly. People. We're not all just doing meth. Yeah, we're not shitting in the streets or anything. Like <laughs> we all we have jobs. We're adults. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. So he goes down to Winter Park, Florida, to track her down, and uh, he sneaks in on her in the house, and she's asleep. No, no, no. I thought, no, he follows her out of the salon or out of something. And she's in her little Fiat. Mm -hmm. And he's like following her. And she speeds up. He speeds up. And then she slams on her brakes and he like rear ends her. That's when he like confronts her. That's when they first meet. Was it after? Yeah, because uh, when he gets her at the house, you know, he tries, he gets her in the car. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Was it after? It was the house was after because this oh, is yeah, where he confronts. He, he gets back with her. That's right. right. Okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So this is, and yeah. he's like, "Wow, we should uh, exchange information." She's like, "Well, my name is Sandy. Here's my identification." He's like, "That's so weird. You should look at my identification." And that's when she like throat realizes, punch. Well, "Yeah, throat punch." <laughs> I was like, "She did it again." Or this was the first one. Yeah. The second. Is it the second? What was the I- first one? When she's asleep in the massage chair in the in the mall, and she he's like, it's ma'am, ma'am, and she wakes up and hits him, and he, she's like, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she does it then. She hits maybe. him or something. Yeah. Slaps him, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, she does the throat punch, and then she takes off, but she's not very fast. <laughs> and she's like, I blew a tire. <laughs> blew that's a tire. like way later in the movie, but yeah. Was it? That's um, like near the end of the movie, yeah. Well, that's a bit. It's it like is a bit. It's her trying to get away. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so fucking funny. 
And uh, I do like that she kind of plays up on her like bigness yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in comedy. Like she doesn't. Well, she has hide. lost a shit ton of weight since this. So, yeah. you know, it's not like she stayed that way. She got better. She got, <laughs> well, not better, but you know what I mean? She got, I don't know, healthier? Healthier. There you, there go. you go. She got healthy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it was really fucking hilarious. She's in this little fiat. Um, but she throat punches him, takes his keys, drives away. But before she drives off, he gets in the Fiat to try and chase her, but he doesn't have the keys. But she slams the side of this fucking Fiat. <laughs> and then the door's like slammed and he can't get out. Yeah. That shit was fucking hilarious to me. That was. Have you ever ridden in one of those cars? Um, not the Fiat, but the Chevy version of that. Oh, like the what is it, Spark. Volt something. No, like no, no. That. Volt is their like hybrid. Oh, okay. But the spark is their like really shitty. Yeah. Dude, those things are scary. Are yeah. terrifying. The fact that you would take that on the road, you're a brave. It was a rental. We had no choice. We we showed <laughs> me and my dad showed up in Dallas and they're like, You got an economy. And we looked at each other and I was all of three ten at this point. Mm-hmm. Like the biggest I've been in my life. And How my, did you both fit in that thing? Dude, very, very, oh, very... It was like a sardine can. Dude, it was like, he's like, fucking move. Where, to, where would you like me to move? <laughs> yeah. Um, we rolled the windows down so I could at least lean somewhat out the window. My uh, my brother's girlfriend at the time, that's the car she wanted. And I drove in it. And they were taking a turn one time. And I was looking at traffic like, please stop. Because if you don't, I will die <laughs> if you hit me. Oh yeah, that thing's gonna crush there, up like a yes, Coke can. It is a Coke can. It is terrifying. I hate those little cars. And then we took the Spark on a test drive, trust drive, and I sat in the back seat and I was like, "No, we're not getting this." I think that's great in a movie when they could pull off small car comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it's the, not hard. It kind of writes it, I itself. It. I get it, but like, like Just Married, like that was one of the best parts of Just Married. It was mm-hmm. when they're the thing. You know what's one that will always get me laughs, and I, I wish it wouldn't. But either a bunch of clowns or Mexicans getting out of a car. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. When Cat Williams does it, that yeah. shit's hilarious. Yes. That's a Ford Focus. <laughs> How many motherfuckers are in there? Yes. It has to be clowns or Mexicans every time, and it just makes me fucking die laughing. No, I love that shit. She's like, honey, stop bitching and just floor it. I am flooring it. If I go any harder, we're going to go through the floor. We're Flintstone in our ass <laughs> to the hotel. That shit is priceless. <laughs> and when he loses control, and that little motherfucker's just spinning, yeah. that's too fucking good. And uh, after the car scene, that's when he finds meets her at her house because he te- checks the registration, and it has her address I gotta on get it. that one more joke in she does when he fucking catches up to her after about 10 feet. She's like, what are you, a fucking kid? You? <laughs> it's so, it's such at the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, no, and another good part, which they bring it back a little bit after he finally gets on the road with her, is he's like, she's like, he's like, yeah, you just kind of slammed on your brakes for no reason there. She's like, I saw mama and baby wombats mm-hmm. or fucking yeah. uh, going across the street. Because like, really? she's selling the, uh, the neck pain. Oh, my neck, oh, my uh, back, my scoliosis. He's like, He's like, really, in Florida? He's like, yeah, they migrate south. <laughs> See, that's the one thing I do like about her is I feel like a lot of her lines are improv. They're just like, just do your thing. Mm. And she's pretty good at improv. I was thinking about this. So, um, you know how Lil Wayne will like go into the studio and kind of just like lay down like a freestyle? It's like, that's really good. Have you ever watched the interview where he explains his process to making songs? No. It's fantastic, dude. It's, really? It's actually very simple. Like, but. Yeah, go ahead. But what I was saying is 
it's cool to listen to Lil Wayne like freestyle mm-hmm. in a in a booth. It's like that's really cool that his mind works that way. But it's even better if Lil Wayne sits down and writes an album and like crafts it and like makes it. He hasn't done that in years though. But I'm saying like his earlier stuff, you know, he doesn't write right, but he does technically write. Yeah, because he says that he'll think of like a bar, like you know, a, a end and a middle and a end, you know, like he'll connect two lines and he'll write it in his phone. And then he'll go back and think of another dope one later. And then he'll go back and write it in his phone. Mm-hmm. And he said he'll do that all day. And then four hours into the day, he'll look at his phone and he's got a whole verse of a song. And then he'll just go in and like he'll start saying it in his head. And then he'll they'll just play beat after beat after beat. He doesn't want to know who the producer, nothing. He just has everybody put it on a CD and he goes through them. So it could be a big timer. It could be a nobody. We don't know. This is just what we think is the hottest ones. Yeah. And he'll pick the beat and then he'll just lay that motherfucker. And then he goes back in there and does it over again. I actually got into a, um, not to make this about me, but I got into a creative flow where I wanted to write songs. And that's, that's how I did it. I would come out with like a riff in my head and then I would kind of put lyrics to that riff and I would come up with like two lines that link together, put it in my phone. I would do the same thing. And then I came up with all these lines and then I would like move them around until it came into a song that made sense. So Mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense the way he does it. So I did the same thing. It's super like, it's really cool to get that in your head, but it's like a creative flow that he's always in Mm -hmm. and I'm not always in it. (laughs) Well, I mean, he's been doing that shit for 30 years now. But I'm saying he's like the goat of like doing that, but I'm just a peon. Yeah, he just smokes and watches Sports Center. Right. And but anyway, what I was getting at is yeah, yeah. he's really good when he freestyles, but he's even better when he like crafts it and makes it like even better and he works on it and molds it. And this is how I feel about Melissa McCarthy is she's really good at freestyle comedy, but I think she would be so much better if she sat down and like molded comedy and like like made something more of it and what didn't rely so much on her ad lib. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, it's like now she doesn't even like she'll still do a comedy every now and then, but now she's really stepped more into the serious stuff. Yeah, I think like Thunder Force after that, I think she was like, yeah, that's my opinion because she hasn't done really much since then. Well, I feel like a lot of people's biggest complaint with her is they always say like, okay, you can do comedy all day. Mm -hmm. You've proven that like, you know, give us something else. Every comedy has to every comedian has to have their like serious movie. And I don't know why, like. Some can pull it off, some can't. Like Jim Carrey pulled it off a couple of times, but I don't want to see that Jim Carrey. I want to see the funny, silly, slappy stick, like face yeah. molding. Well, I mean, you you enjoy a spotless mind or what is eternal yeah, sunshine yeah, yeah. and all that. And but... I do enjoy that, but I don't want to see that Jim Carrey all the time. It's like, oh, that yeah. was really cool. Uh, that's what I say. They don't have to be able to. They don't have to have four or five movies to go mm-hmm. to that are like that. But if they have one. That's really good. Like that's how I like Sandler. They're, Before he had Uncut Gems, I was like, "You still like Punch Drunk Love?" I did not like. Right, Spanglish. I wasn't a fan of. There is a Mitch Hedberg joke that sums this up perfectly. He says, "I am a stand-up comedian, but they're always asking me if I can write a sitcom." And he's like, "It's kind of like going up to a chef, being like, hey, 'Hey, you're a great chef, but can you farm?'" Right. It's like it's just two different things, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I feel like. If you're a comedian, you should stick into comedy unless, you know, I don't know. Well, she's never really done stand-up, though. She's done a lot of serious stuff, though. Yeah. She has, like, Gilmore Girls. I mean, she's silly on Gilmore Girls, but there's a lot of seriousness. And 
Well, shout out to my boy Jordan, the Dadalorian on TikTok. Uh, mm-hmm. He told me about what she's got on Netflix right now. He says it's like a dramatic comedy. Like, it's a serious movie, but they throw in, like, humor, like, natural mm-hmm. humor throughout to kind of keep it a little brevity. Right. But uh, he said she's really good in that. He said that you would probably enjoy it. Maybe. But after this, I don't care to see anything more of hers. He was, uh, damn, really? Even after this one? Yeah, uh, just, you really, like, went the opposite way with this. Damn. I thought this one was great. I love this movie. I like this movie, but it's not because of her. It's because of Jason Bateman. It's because of all the extras. It's because of like a well-crafted story. Mm. Her like ad-libs is pretty funny, but I don't want to watch another Melissa McCarthy movie because of this movie. I think that this is what made her a household name. This yeah. one did really- You know this came out in 2013? Mm-hmm. Longer than I thought it was. I thought this came out in like, I don't know, later. This was this is still like one of me and my wife's favorite movies to watch together. We we love it. The wife said this is the only Melissa McCarthy movie that she like sat down and watched all the way through. Really, she actually likes this one. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you at least liked it a little bit. Oh yeah, I enjoyed it, but it's like, like I said, there's a there's a a gauge of Melissa McCarthy, and if you put too much of her in it, I'm not gonna like it, like the boss. But I feel like this is just enough Melissa McCarthy. It's like right. It's like redlining, but it's not turning me off. So and plus she has Jason Bateman, a brilliant actor to like bounce off of. Yeah. And I'm sure he like helps her with well, things that have, are funny. I think they have great chemistry. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. I would like to see something else with them. I think they have better chemistry than her and Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me yeah. too. I see. I worry about I wonder about that because I wonder if they would have just wrote Sandra Bullock's character different. I think so. If it would have came off better. You know what I mean? I get that they had to be opposites, but mm-hmm. you didn't have to make her a weirdo. You know yeah. what I mean? Like an awkward ass. Like Exactly. You know? Yeah, she was a little too much. She's won an Academy Award. You can give her, like, you know, a real, a real character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways. Uh... So, yeah, he finally gets down there. He gets her. And then this turns into planes, trains, and automobiles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he uh, he find, tracks her back down to the house and... Uh, the gangsters, hitmen's, uh, the T.I. and the girl. Uh, yeah. Anyways, they work for uh, this big time drug dealer and he's uh, in prison, but he's like pretty much runs the prison. He's got a cell phone and shit. He plays Mike in Breaking Bad. So he's also another great little bit. Oh, he, he is great. He doesn't have much of a part in this movie, but no, uh, but anytime he shows up, it's like, oh, yeah, so he's God, from uh, great. uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, so oh, oh, oh. It was cool. You were looking at your phone. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, you were doing that thing. You weren't paying attention to me, so I get it. No, 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 no. Like, I just get how you like. You heard it, but you didn't hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that shit all the time. I like, heard you, but I didn't hear it. I could be looking at you. You say something, I just be like, yeah, wait, what? Like, <laughs> it's just people do it. Um, so, yeah. So Melissa McCarthy is selling them. She was supposed to, yeah, get them. sell them credit cards that are stolen identities, but she uses all the money <laughs> or yeah, all the credit rather. It. And like when he breaks into her house, it's hilarious because she literally has like twenty of like bunts of useless shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a jet ski just laying in her front yard. It's not on a trailer or anything. It's just laying there, <laughs> brand new jet ski. She has some like really sweet guitars in there too. Yeah, it's just like all these like. Gibsons and all that Les Paul's guitars yeah 16 like flat screen TVs just all hooked up like just tons of shit she's in a massage chair um 
this is where like her all uh, through the house blenders just like you, I love that there's the same thing like 20 times though yeah. it's like she didn't just buy one she bought like 20 of them for no reason but um this is where her like comedic or uh physical comedy pays off in this like little part like when he hits her with the guitar is like it's too much too funny did you hit me with a fucking guitar <laughs> <laughs> It is good because they have a good little back and forth. She beat the shit out of him, mm. and then finally he's just over it. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> then the gangsters come, and uh, they get in the car together to get away. And he's just like, "Look, you know, you come with me. Obviously, you're in danger." He's like, "Just come talk to the co- or just come talk to my boss." Yeah. He's like, "I won't do anything about that." He's like, "But I have to have my job." Right. And she doesn't like. Of course, she doesn't trust him or believe him. But like, she's getting chased. You know, to be killed, so she. And it's the lesser of two it. evils, right? She goes along with it for the time right. being, and uh, which, which I guess we're getting to the, your favorite part is when the, they stop for the night, and uh, <laughs> they get a hotel. They get a hotel, and like she's like, hey, he insults her, and she. I think she actually takes it to heart. I forgot what she said. He's being mean to her. And he and well because like, he's he's upset and like yeah, she, yeah, yeah. you know and then of course like his cars his rental cars fucked he didn't get the insurance all this shit that's like a running joke through the movie yeah yeah it's like the rental car just keeps getting more fucked up and more fucked up but uh <laughs> I can't remember if the 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 van chases before or after this it's after it's after. oh is it after yeah so yeah they get this hotel and he's just being mean to her and she's finally like taking it to heart like oh he's just gonna be an asshole to me like everyone else of course he is you stole his identity and racked up his credit right. so she's like I'm gonna go to the bar and drink he's like no the fuck you're not no <laughs> no it's great as which they go to eat oh my god I love oh that, that was hilarious and that was actually pretty funny because like I said that's her whole thing is she just makes up a life yeah you know for her and she just makes up stories right yeah. and, and now that he's with her like she's trying to like get to know him but not like get to know him yeah. but like she likes doing it so she, she's fucking with him right and they sit down to dinner and she's like hi I'm Betsy and like she gets this like southern accent and she's like this is Bill or you know, whatever and then she starts ordering food she orders Shit, all this food, tons of food and ribs. he's like the fuck you are you're getting soup <laughs> cause He's broke as fuck. Because right, right, right. Did he? And like, he didn't have a lot of money to begin with. He's like, the way I budgeted it out, he's like, we could both spend like eight dollars yeah. each. <laughs> and then she just goes off and like orders all this shit, you know. And he's like, the fuck you are. I just said you're getting. <laughs> so she looks at him, and the waitress is like. You let her eat. She is a beautiful woman. Yes. She starts the fucking fire, the waterworks, and she's like, he's a fireman, and he got hurt. Ever since his penis burned off, he doesn't want to touch me, and I eat, and I gained all this weight. Lord knows I eat, I eat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I know you just want to go fight fires, and he can't. And he doesn't feel like a man. That is one ongoing joke is always <laughs> fucking with his penis. Like, he has a deformed penis. He wants to pee standing up, but he can't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the waitress goes to the fucking buffet and, and like, fills her up. She's like, this it's is on, on the house. Yeah. And then she drops his soup and her fucking thumb is just <laughs> in that shit. Enjoy. She licks that shit. So. Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, she's great. <sighs> yeah, she was good. 
Um, that bit, yes, I loved that scene. That scene was brilliant. And then it just keeps going, like, because after that, they go to the hotel, and now he is fucking fuming, man. And uh, they go up to the guy at the desk, which is, you know, her husband's cameo. You know, he's got to be in the movie. I was trying to think of the one. What did he say before it cut away? He's like, do you know what a, a, a pathological liar is? She's like, do they like rips? And then it <laughs> yeah, cuts away, but I like that. <laughs> no, it's not a pathological liar. He's like, do you know what a sociopath is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, what it is. Like, rips and takes a big ass <laughs> chunk off of it. Which, by the way, those are like the greatest fucking buffet ribs I've ever seen in my mm. life. That's like some sunny shit that they just yes. had out there. But anyways, that's. That's Florida. That's a fat man detail that I've noticed. <laughs> Just forget shit about the plot. I'll forget. But I was like, fuck, those ribs look good. Right. Go grow. You need to step it up. For real. Um, so they go to the hotel and she, he, she's like, hi, I'm Julie. And she goes over. The, she's getting ready to go into it. And he's like, yeah, this is my wife, Martha. She's a fucking chip. And like, she's a fucking, <laughs> she wears a helmet. Like, oh, right. Yeah. And she, of course, gets her feelings hurt. She's yeah. like, go to the fucking bar. And then she leaves and he's like, Hey man, I'm not trying to get in your business, but like, you should probably treat your wife better. Yeah. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Are, are you a, are you a therapist or are you, you working at a hotel desk? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got my key. <laughs> he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. This has to be remagnetized because yeah, yeah. it wasn't done properly. Or no, that's what he says. Like, Hey man, you know, uh, politeness is a choice or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> Manners is a choice. Or shit yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you a fucking life coach or some <laughs> shit like that? Yeah. He's like, oh, I got to get this remagnetized. It's going to take a while. <laughs> oh, shoot. Are you in a hurry? Because <laughs> that's a good little bit by him. But yeah, anyways. I did like that. So then you get to that was the, her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Oh, OK. I didn't. I didn't Where are you that. at today, bro? I don't know, man. I've been Jesus. drinking this whiskey. Yeah. How many have you had? <laughs> I feel like I'm over here and you're just like I'm in my own little that, world. That could be another good uh, part of the TikTok. Bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that could be a good one right there. We can shoot two versions, bro. I'm good either way. Either way. Um so they go over and she of course has made a friend with Eric Stone Street who plays Big Chuck. Probably my favorite thing I've ever seen him in. Um he's great in uh, Bad Teacher too. The roommate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he good is. in that too, but uh He's a big old cowboy hat on and a suit and jeans and the belt buckle, the whole nine, you know? And uh, she's like, she actually uses his real name for this one, uh, which is, I forget what it is. Is it Marty, I think? I don't know, something like, no, that's fucking Ozark. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let's get around for Steve. His dick got blown off. <laughs> dick got blown off in a welding accident or some shit like that. He's like, really? Again? So uh, he gets tired of it. He goes back to the room. Well, this guy's like buying all the drinks she wants because he could tell he likes her. Yeah, and they're and, both fucked up. And he kind of like comes out. He's like, hey, I've been, my wife died or left me or whatever. The No, she died. And yeah, he, he's like, it's been a couple of years since she passed away. I haven't been had any sexual experiences since then. This is my first time having a sexual experience since then, so... He's like, so he gets I, real I emotional like you and everything. And like at first she was just going to like drug him and then take his money and shit and run. But she's, you know, she, she gets touched by the story. Cause I guess she's a human being after yeah. all, this is like, you know, the first time. You well, actually... we're going to touch on the cuckolding. Oh yeah. So because yeah, that's the whole gimmick is that they're supposed to be a married couple. Yeah. And he wants to watch his wife get fucked by another man, which is a thing, <clears throat> which is a thing. Yeah. That guys do. I don't know who, but uh, 
<laughs> I've heard that it exists. Yeah. But I don't. So you don't? It's not, not your thing? Not at all. Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. I'll take my 30 years in prison every day. You got me fucked up. <laughs> nah. I love the... Uh, did you watch the extended version? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, the wife said she watched the regular version on television, and I watched the extended version, and she was in there. She's like, there's a lot of stuff that I don't remember seeing. Oh, the fucking and stuff. Yeah. Was like, that in there? Yeah. I was thinking the... about the elephant yeah, 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 yeah. belt strap. Well, yeah, some of that they didn't put on TV, obviously. Yeah. But no, like the like while they're fucking... Like, he's like, I said the password was pineapple, goddammit. Shit like that. Like, you know, it goes on a little bit longer than in the theatrical. Yeah. But uh poor Jason Bateman just goes into the bathroom and uh He turns on water, wraps the fucking things around his ears to try to like <laughs> And yeah, because I guess she gives him a couple Xanax and but Big Chuck's a fucking soldier. What is it about? Never mind. We'll, we'll I don't want to talk about it. Oh, you wanted to have another drug discussion? <laughs> um, but yeah, so Big Chuck, you know, they go at it, and uh, he's like, give me 10 minutes, and I'm ready for round two. Right. So Melissa McCarthy grabs his wallet. She's about to leave. Yeah, there's a bunch of cash hanging out of it, so she back goes to, to her the, old ways. She goes to the bathroom, and... No, she uh, goes to the car. Jason Bateman's in the bathroom. I know, she but she goes up. to the bathroom... To look at it, she looks at him like I think he has the keys. Oh, 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 and she goes to the bathroom to like try to get the keys from him, and uh, he's like asleep on the floor. Okay, and she just stays. No, that's not what happens at all. She does stay. She she does stay, but what she does, she grabs the money and everything. She goes out to the car, and his phone rings, and it's his daughter. So she answers it, and the daughter's like, "Hey, daddy, are you okay? We miss you." And that's when she's like. I really fucked up his life. Like he's a good person and I'm just like screwing this all up. So she does, she goes back in and <laughs> it was actually really funny. Like as she opens the door, Jason Bateman busts through the fucking bathroom door. It was just funny because it's Jason Bateman. Like he comes through he that took door. Everything like, in him yes. that door. <laughs> like he was the rock. <laughs> she had locked him in there. And she's like, what the hell? I was just checking the ice and then lays down and you know, that's where we were low on ice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and the next morning when they get up and she's like, I'm going to need, today is going to be, today's going to be a bad day. I'm going to need a strawberry quick and, and some Vidal or some shit like that. And he's like, if they have it, oh, God damn it. He's like, if they have it, we'll see. So he goes in and as he's checking like, out, he's like, do you, do you have strawberry quick? We do. He's like, do you want it? He's like, nah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's some shit I would do to my wife. Because that's the payback he needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we overskipped over the part where they, uh, where because uh, I know they did it in the Heartbreak Kid, but I felt like Melissa McCarthy's did it better. No, it was she not did better. Do it better. The singing in the car. When she goes, I, dude, I fucking died laughing, bro. I was literally telling my wife, "This is never funny ever." Can we stop with the singing you know in the car you know on road is, trips? Bro, you just don't like to have fun. No, apparently not. But you, you like to hang a, out with me. You are a wet towel <laughs> or a wet blanket at the beach. <laughs> yeah, you can. Is that how the saying goes? I'm I don't know, that. but yet you continue to hang out with me. Yet I'm no fun. So I, 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 I know, man. I mean, we have great conversations over here, bro. Like I'm just gonna break through that shell one day. 
It's going to be glorious. I have fun in my own ways, but they're like repetitive things that are just are not funny. And singing well, along I hope with you songs know if we on ever the car and be, road trips are not funny. Exactly. If I just want to let you know that if we are ever in a car for any... And you start singing things, I will go, roll out of the car. I don't care if I'm driving. I'm going to go on the biggest karaoke binge. And no. I don't even sing like that, bro. Well, you're just cementing the fact that we will never go on a road trip together. Yeah, I'll let it marinate. And I won't mention it again for like six months. And then like one day Mick will be like, hey, y'all should come over. We'll do an episode. And I'll be like, yeah, as Greg, we're driving to play a Greg, let's hop in the Lexus and ride, dude. Yeah. You know? And then about 10 minutes, because I know you ain't hopping out of that Lexus. Oh, I will roll the fuck out of there. I don't Maybe the Rogue, but you ain't getting out of the Lexus. <laughs> you love that car more than. That shit is never funny ever. No. Yeah. I, I specifically said something on that scene because, yeah, they did it in the Heartbreak Kid. Um, and then I was thinking, how many movies have they done? Oh, fuck, in? it's been. Hey, but you know what? When John Candy did it in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, it was good. I mean, it's still. He didn't karaoke, but he still did the, the mess around, you know? Yeah, but it's John Candy. He can get away with a lot. That's true. That's true. He gets a pass. Yeah. Um, You know what was fucked up? I thought the other day, just because we're breaking up John Candy for a second, but uh, you imagine if they'd have made a John Wayne Gacy movie and he played him? Oh my god, that's actually kind of scary because they do look a lot of like. That's like, what I was thinking, right? Yeah. Like I was watching Uncle Why, Buck. How did those? Oh, you're watching, watching Uncle, Uncle Buck, Buck and uh, like such a great movie, dude. And I was just like, man, you know, because I felt like he was talented enough; he could have done it. Oh 100%. shit, he might have been great at it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I was just like, wow, that's a that's a opportunity. Obviously, we'll never get to see. But like, I just thought, like, what if somebody would have had enough balls to ask him to do something like that? I think he would have. You're like, you, you know, John, you're great. You're the king of comedy and shit, man. But I mean, there's no way you're pulling this off, bro. Mm-hmm. Playing a fucking serial killer. I know, right? He would do it just to prove that he could. Oh, you think I can't fucking do it? You think, <laughs> you think I'm the Mambo King and shit? Like, I can't do it. Like, the Poker King. Like, I can't do it. Like, I right, watch this shit. But yeah, just sorry. That's just a par thought. Just a random par thought right there. Yeah, I can see it. Um. So, so anyways, yeah. yeah. As uh, he's like trying to check out of the hotel, that's when the bounty hunter... Pulls her out of the car, shoves yeah. her in the van. And it fucking has a fucking semi lock on it, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, um, he's he got a badass like A-team van. Like I said, he's kind of like a mixture of like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, you think fucking Mr. T is going to like jump out of it? Yeah. it's Ride it, a long shotgun. Yeah, it's got like, uh, you know, the big wheels and shit mm-hmm. on it. Like it looks like a Hot Wheel. It looks badass. I'm not going to lie. There's like, that's the thing about vans. You put a van in a movie and you soup it up enough. I'm like, no, no. Looks badass. Well, because I like, I think everybody loves like the mystery machine and shit from Scooby Doo. Yeah, stuff. exactly. Like, it, it, everything is re- like reminiscent, but mine is always like those metal vans. Yeah, that people like paint these like <laughs> super metal sidings on them. They have, like you said, they have the like big wheels that are sticking out of the sides. Oh, I've been meaning to ask you. I may have. Have you seen the movie Fanboys? Oh my god! Can we just watch Fanboys? So you stop talking about I, it. <laughs> I, I, I want you to watch it. I want you to watch. I it. said I think I've seen it, but I don't really remember it. But I know if I start watching it, I'll it'll start coming back to me. Twenty twenty two with Fanboys. Yeah, we're gonna throw Fanboys in there yeah. at some point. But anyways, uh, yeah. So they, they have a really great chase, and it's a funny because like he's like, I didn't get insurance because she's like, wreck the fucking van because like that's the only way she's gonna get out of there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, God damn it! He gives it everything. And that van rolls. 16 fucking times, yeah. dude. They, I wonder how. Oh, I love the part where he rolls up. <laughs> He's like, you took my friend. Or did you take my friend? He's like, no. 
Guess you did. Why'd you ask me? <laughs> Such a stupid line, but it made me laugh. It's great, though, because it's kind of like it would happen in a real life situation. Like, you know, because they're not supposed to be like this big action movie. Yeah. But it's like to what you would imagine to normal people. Like, we're not going to have this great epic banter. <laughs> it's just normal shit. Like, did you take her? <laughs> So they flip the fucking van. He's like, how the fuck are you alive? She's like, I just, I loosen up. <laughs> She's a bloody nose. Is that what she, she hits him in the throat, right? No, it's not this time. Okay. I thought she did. Maybe she did. I thought she did. Because <laughs> he thinks she's like fucking dead. And she goes, <laughs> oh, no, the word. It was, um, she hits the. Bounty hunter in the throat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she ties him up and then, like, gives him, like, she tapes, like, she, like, duct tapes a juice pouch. Yeah. And she's like, you smell great. She's, like, super horny in this movie, too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, she she's, she's a con oh, woman. I think this is, like, earlier in the movie, but she's, like, coming on to him. Yeah, She's yeah. like, you know what I like about you? You're so tall. <laughs> five, and then five, she, seven, leans, five, eight, she leans the seat back. She's like, you know what I like about this? You're so much taller from down here. Now where I'm looking from, stretch or some shit. Like yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. She does hit on like almost every man in the movie, right? But uh, I think it's she, like she's like, you smell great. You smell yeah. like sandwiches. Her, her way of trying to like, and she's like, manipulate like, men, and he's like, I'm gonna kill you and your friend. And she's like, I didn't have to give you a juice pouch. I could have left you here. It was thirsty. funny. It was funny. Like later in the movie, whenever the bounty hunter shows up, he's drinking the juice pouch and throws it on the ground. <laughs> Because he gets fucked up through the whole movie, you know. Oh, I'm pretty sure he gets set on fire at one point. Like there's a good, there's a good, a lot of good bit shit that happens. Um, too. so they're walking, and then uh, he's like, "Let's cut through the forest. It's two miles instead of this ten miles." I'm assuming you like this part. You're already fucking laughing. So they decide to set up camp. <sighs> and. Good, good. What I don't know. No, I just they're setting up camp, and fucking snake. The snake. Yeah, snake makes his way up his pants. He has oh, to take yeah. his pants off. Yeah, and then they they go to the bus station, and she's like, "Oh no, no, no!" Um, so he throws his pants away with a snake in it, and then another snake comes from a tree and starts to like <laughs> ravel around his uh spiral around his neck. And so she gets the fire. She's like, "Snakes, snakes don't like fire." It might have been, it might have been spiders, but oh well. Let's see how this like. So whapping his ass. No, 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 not even that. She, um, she gets really close. It gets angry. It takes out its fangs and then bites him on the fucking neck. I died. I died. That shit was fucking hilarious. It bites him and then she starts whacking the shit out of the fucking spider. He or the snake. She he falls on the fucking ground and she like rips it off like a bandaid. <laughs> Oh, it's pretty great. And then he passes out and for the venom. <laughs> he wakes up at the bus station. Yeah. How did I get pants? The EMT was driving by and it was a dead guy. Didn't need him anymore. I I'm wearing dead, dead guy pants. <laughs> pretty funny. Whose shoes are these? Well, he had some shoes too. <laughs> Jesus. Why am I wearing a dead man's clothes? That's pretty funny. The uh, there's one. Well, there's a part we skipped over, but it's just Ti and the hit woman on the on the trail of them, and that's when you see Eric Stone Street one more time. Can we like? I'm gonna jump to this real quick. 
I don't mean to like get off what you were saying. Mm. So the bounty hunter is looking for them. They leave the train station. They go to some guy to buy a car or whatever. The bounty hunter comes to the train station. He's like, have you seen this woman? Da, 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 da. And, uh, and then they shoot him in the back of the head, right? T.I. and the girl. Mm. Didn't T.I. and them hire him to get them? No, he's, he's, he's doing it for the bail, for the bond, because she jumped in Florida. Okay. Because remember, well, she, they got, said... she got arrested and used his identity mm-hmm. and then got out on bond. Okay. And then she jumped the bond because he's taking her back to Denver so she can so, so he can turn her into Denver police. Well, he only gets paid if he turns her into Florida. So that's why he's in it. Like he's after the for the money. Oh, I thought they were going to like pay him. They're like there's 50,000 in it for you if you can get this girl. It might have been the uh the it might have been Mike from Breaking Bad. It might have mm-hmm. been him. That hired him too, maybe. Yeah, that's the part that I was a little fuzzy on. I'm like, there why would you hire for some... him that he got a shitload of money too? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why he was doing, it. and that's why he's the best because he always says he always gets his man and all that shit. Right. That was just the part that confused me because I'm like, why would you shoot him if you hired him? I'm pretty to sure get he, her. His whole thing was is he gets the money, but he has to take her to Florida. So mm. that's why he's after her so hard. I see. But, it just it was a little just weird. Trying to fucking kill her. So it's it's kind of like you know I need you to live. Or, you know, I at least I just don't understand what they gain from shooting him. Like, why do you shoot him? Why do you team up? Eh. Well, he gets the money if she's alive. They get her dead. Well, so. and it kind of had to show that they were serious. Like, they were actual killers. Not I like, never took them serious at all. I never well, felt saying, like they were like, real. They don't kill Eric Stone Street. They just kind of, like, intimidate him a little bit. Yeah. You know? So you're kind of like, oh, well, they ain't really about that life. And then, you know, they shoot him. So it shows that they are ruthless. I guess. I don't know. Like I said, that's my only complaint with this movie is I just, I didn't care about that. They could have literally used two any other people and I feel like it would have been better. Right. Um. So yeah, they get a, a $200 car and. Yeah, it's like old busted up Cadillac or oh, something. Yeah. And uh, they're dead broke and like they still got to get it a couple more states to get to where they go to and she's like let's steal somebody's identity he's like no oh, you're, oh, oh, right. you're done with that shit like we're done like you're because he thinks that he's like finally starting to like you know get through to her like you know like, you well she he's starting to realize she's not a bad person she just does like dumb things we tell like because like through the movie she keeps giving him like what her real name is yeah and it's never the real name yeah 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 and I mean, it's actually kind of sad at the end, but it, it, it makes up for it. It lets you know, like, why she is the way she is. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, she's like, so you're going to tell me there's not one person out there that deserves to get their identity stolen. And then that's when he thinks of John Favreau. Right. And she goes in there and steals their uh, thing. But Jason Bateman, his job there is now done by another guy. And this guy knows his shit, too. Jason Bateman knows that that's him. Yeah. You know, so he uses, you know, his like, knowledge right, of and, the company and, and intimidates this guy, which is kind of like a, a little bit of growth for his character because he has no backbone. Yeah. But rolling with her these couple days is like, uh, what else could go wrong? Like, I, I got nothing to lose at this mm-hmm. point. They get the credit card, they go to like a five star hotel. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. She's like drinking champagne and, a, and a, no jewelry. You know. <laughs> open garden tub type deal. He gets an Armani suit and all this shit. 
she comes out and I ain't gonna lie, she looks gorgeous. When and she when comes she out. goes and gets her hair done, mm-hmm. she gets this nice dress. I was gonna say that too. She looks fucking gorgeous. I don't think she's a. I think she's a. No, pretty, I don't think she's a woman. Period. But but the thing they is, they make she, her look so gaudy with the orange hair. And but the, it's not even that. Just this movie. In all of her movies, she has to be like the ugly fat chick, and so they like make her a kind certain, of flipped it on her its neck a little right. Bit but one. now she's has her hair done. She's wearing this dress, and she is a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. I'll completely agree with that. And uh, they go to a nice little dinner, and. Uh, they have a good little moment. They're like discussing and he's like, you know, I just really want this to work out so I can be with my family and all that. Well, and she also discloses why she is like, the That's same. what I do. I fucking lie. Yeah. She's like, my name's Diane. I fucking lie. That's what she's I like, I don't know my name. That's why I don't tell you. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. Cause I she's don't like, know. I had five different names in five families by the time I was 12 or yeah, something like that. Right. I'm better on my own. So. Mm-hmm. I make up stories. That's what I do. It was actually a really nice yeah. heartwarming moment where you like understand where she's coming from. Yeah. He's he, cause like, that's, I think that's what he asked her. He's like, how do you, you know, you don't seem like a terrible fucking person. Like, why do you do this to people? And then that's when she's just like, you know, yeah. you think you got it fucking bad. Right. She's yeah. like, people have always fucked me over. So I fuck over people. So now I do the fucking, yeah, right. pretty much. And, uh, they go outside. And, oh, no, they get, no, cops. that's when those they, cops they, come well, in. They yeah. think it's cops or whatever. No, it's cops. No, they're dirty because they, they uh, they're gonna kill her. Oh, okay. Remember? No. They might have been cops, but I think they're crooked cops because they take her and cuff her like they're gonna take her to jail. Well, I know Ti and them were like she stops, and then they either they either kill the cops or they're gonna they're the cops hand her over mm-hmm. because like she knows that she's fucked, and then that's when Jason Bateman gets there. And, right. And uh, there is a bullet here though, where she like. Throat punches the cop, though. Mm. I fucking died laughing. I was like, there it is again. It's I was like, great. we just need it one more time. Mm. One and, more time. And I think you get it at least one more. Yes, you do get it one more time. Um, it's like a kind of a serious moment in the movie, too, because they have this big chase scene and she's like still handcuffed. And they're like, she gets hit by the fucking car. <laughs> it goes over the top of it. <laughs> And he thinks she's fucking dead, and I think she hits him in the fucking throat, which yeah, wakes up. I think that was the last one. Is where like she's unconscious, and he's like trying to wake her up, and she like punches him in the throat by waking. And that's what I was telling the wife. I'm like, the last throat punch needs to be out of nowhere that you don't expect it, and it was because she's like bleeding from her head and shit. Yeah. And you like think she's like really fucked up this time, yeah? Because she takes some fucking hits in this movie, yeah. The guitar, the this, the that. Like yeah, she, she's always falling over the place. Yeah, her physical comedy is fucking top notch in this one. They mm-hmm. put her through the ringer on it. But uh, so they get away, and uh, I'm pretty sure the hitmen get arrested at that point. Yeah, because they yeah. were in the trunk, and they're like, come to the office, or uh, you're going back to the station. And they're like, we're in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. That's when I was like, God, T.I., you are not a great actor. And I'm fuckers in the trunk. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember that now. So she goes back to his house. Mm -hmm. And you think that she's like getting ready to do it because, of course, she spends time with the kids and she didn't have a childhood. So, like, of course, her and the kids hit it off immediately. Yeah, she works really well with the family. They have a good dynamic. And uh, he gets like. You know, because he's a softy, you know, he's a good dude and he, he believes in people. Right. And like, he knows that he has to turn her in or he's going to lose his job and he still is like, I can't do it. 
Right. Like, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to tell her, like, go. Just go. And when he wakes up in the morning, she's gone. And he's like, fuck, she fucked me again. And then when he goes into work to, like, tell his boss, like, hey, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't I couldn't do it, you know. She's already there in cuffs by Morris Chestnut. And mm-hmm. he's like, she's like, I knew you'd pussy out and wouldn't do it, so I just turned myself in. Which is, like, it's awesome because it's, like, the redeeming quality you want. Right. She saw the error of her she ways. Know, yeah, exactly. She knows that this is the only way to go for her to, like, get clean, so mm-hmm. to speak. And uh, he's like, he's like, I'm going to be here for you. You know, when you get out and all that and, you know, like it's a sweet moment because that's how the movie ends. Like he's visiting her in prison. Yeah. And she has like moments with her kids. She's taking tests because I guess she's trying to get her degree. Right. And it it is a sweet moment. And I didn't hate this ending. I think it actually worked out pretty well. Like I said, this is actually a pretty well crafted like script. I honestly like I, I know it would be a little bit hard, but this it has a potential to be, have a sequel. I, don't, I mean, I wouldn't call it Identity Thief 2. Yeah. You know, but there's something that these two t- people could get in. Like, she gets out of prison and she's, you know, whatever. Or reason. somebody steals her identity and then they both have to, like, go after her. Oh, I don't that know. could be good. That could be good. Yeah. Come on, we're getting the band back together. And right. he's like, I don't want to do this again. Like, because it would, it would work. Because, um, a nice moment is he pulls some strings and finds her actual birth certificate, which has her oh, real name yeah, yeah. on it. So somebody could like find that and then use it to steal her identity. Yeah. It turns out that they've been like using that identity for years. Right. Just like somebody pretending to be her. Right. 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 That would be good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's like I said, there's ways that you could do it. Um, But like I said, I, by far my favorite movie she's done. Um, I love Jason Bateman and everything. I'll quote my wife. This is the best Melissa McCarthy movie that I've seen so far. But that's not saying much. I figured you would have enjoyed Bridesmaids just because of the cast in general. Like maybe not just her, but like. I feel like Bridesmaids, it's a girl movie. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with girl movies, though. I didn't say there was anything wrong with it, but it's hard for me to relate to Bridesmaids because I don't have the issues that they have. Well, to me, Bridesmaids is kind of like a guilty pleasure movie, I guess you'd call it. Not because it's anything wrong with liking it, but like you said, it's not a movie that's marketed and geared towards Exactly. It's not for me. But I still think there's enough comedy in it that I enjoy it, and I think it's a sweet story about friendship. I there's a lot more funny stuff in Identity Thief for me. Oh, yeah. Latch well, I mean, I, like I said, Identity Thief is just one of those movies that it's. I don't see anybody that's just be like, could watch that movie and be like, I didn't think anything was funny in it. Right. There yeah. was a lot of like funny moments, but Bridesmaids, there was less for me to like find funny in it. So I thought there was good payoffs and good setups in it. But like you said, it's not just a comedy. Yeah. You know, they got to get the romance in there, too. But, uh, I love them both. Like I said, I am a big fan of hers, and I I still stand by that. Um, I still think that even though you you didn't become a bigger fan of her, I still think it was a good month, and I still think that there was a couple of these movies that you would watch again. Um, Summation, I'm not in a hurry to watch any more of her movies. I get the gist of it. I understand. She's just not my brand of comedy. Yeah. Just that's what it comes down to, and you know. You, well, you we tried it. You took your shot. Didn't did. make me a fan. You I didn't did. make me a Melissa McCarthy fan. I don't hate her as much because I understand where she's coming from. But, you know, that being said. Well, I love you, Melissa, and I tried my best. You know, <laughs> part part it is part. Yeah. 
you know. But Identity Thief is like a, a light, a soft recommendation. Like it's a comedy. You'll get some laughs. You could have just said recommendation. Yeah, I'd say soft. I had to have soft recommendation. If they say, "Yo, bro, like I just like man, I've seen everything. It feels like I've seen everything. Like, girl, give me a give me a funny movie that I, that I could just watch." I will softly recommend Identity. <laughs> softly recommend your face. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, I give this one a five. I love a this. Five, I, I love this movie, man. I think it's hilarious. And like I said, it doesn't matter what part it's on. Mm-hmm. what i see like what network i will always watch it when it's on and i own it and it is what it is well here you can have the back so you can watch them all you want and then i have um we got a new movie hall no it's not a movie hall necessarily no. um i did get one new movie that you know we're going to talk about mm-hmm. but so we did par's month of terror we did the month, the month of McCarthy, and you wanted to go into Christmas where we each give each other Christmas movies for the next four weeks. Mm-hmm. So I, I figured since you had all of yeah. <laughs> November, I could go, go first. first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, you know what I'm going to pick. What? What's the first? It is going to be my favorite Christmas movie okay. that I've been watching for years. Right. I've been watching this before I met my wife every Christmas, and it is Bad Santa. I fucking love Bad Santa. And for some reason, nobody else likes this movie as much as me. No, nobody. Yeah. The wife is not a fan. You're not a big fan. I mean, I think there's good shit in it. You know, it makes me sad now just because like one uh, Bernie Mac's gone and and John Ritter. Yeah. And John Ritter just died when this movie came out. They have uh, in memory of John at the end of this. It is pretty sad, but. There is still some I good love shit this it, movie. There's so much in this movie. It's a very great Christmas story. A, it makes me laugh every time. It's been a couple years, so I would be good to it'd be good to give it a watch again. Oh yeah. And Christmas is coming up. So yes. if what better time than now? To see Bad Santa again. Are you gonna tell me what your next one is gonna be, or are you just gonna wait? Yeah. I figured since I'm giving you first my like all time favorite mm-hmm. Christmas movie. I'll give you my new Christmas favorite Christmas movie. Oh, I like that. So my next one should be my all time favorite. Whatever you want. It doesn't have to be any Uh, reason. This is just my way of doing this because I can give you generic Christmas movies, but these two like hold a space for me. I just didn't want to pick the same thing you were already. Oh, you're not going to. Okay, cool. Because my new favorite Christmas movie is the night before. Oh, I love that one with Seth Rogen. Uh, Anthony Mackie, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, the wife's not a huge fan of this, but I fell in love with this movie when I, I watched Michael it. I love Michael Shannon's character in that movie. I love everything about this movie. It makes me happy. Like, be more whimsical. You know what? I think I know what my two are going to be, too. Yeah. yeah. So I gave you my all-time favorite and then my new favorite. So. I have Bad Santa, I'm pretty sure. Do you? Yeah. I have the Badder Santa, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know I get unrated. Do everything. you have The Night Before? I don't have that, no. Yeah. Well, you can hold on to this so you, whenever it is that time because I have it on digital. 10-4. So, speaking of movies you do or do not have, do you have this? I do. That copy. You're an asshole, by Just the way. Just that exact copy. Oh, oh, you didn't, you didn't like it? You didn't like my comment? No, I didn't like your fucking comment. That's why oh, I didn't okay. like your comment. Yeah. 
You know what I well, was that's going? why you didn't like my shit, because I didn't <laughs> like your fucking Scott Pilgrim steelbook. You know what I was going to say, but you know how you can't be sarcastic over text? Yeah, yeah. You said, oh, what'd you say? <laughs> I knew it would piss you off. You're like, that movie isn't worth owning. And I was going to be like, well, no, no. you're not worth having being friends with, but here I am. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> I said steelbook. I said that movie's barely <laughs> worth owning. Like, yeah, and I like no, I was gonna say, and you're barely worth being friends with. <laughs> I when I saw that, I think I was at work, and as I was typing, I said, "This is gonna get a good reaction out of it." Yeah, I really thought you'd call me. I was, I was, Yo, bro. Are you mad at me? <laughs> What's wrong? Like, why would you say that? That's why I was gonna say that, but I was like, that's a little too mean, a little too like. Is he being serious right now? Why is Greg a dick? Well, um, I dropped a fucking great TikTok last night. Very funny. And yeah. I put it on Instagram today, too. Right. And this fucking asshole was like, yeah, I saw that. It was pretty good. I'm like, you didn't like it, though. You didn't like it. And he's like, I'm not, I don't feel like I have to like. I like most of the posts this guy fucking put does. You know what I'm saying? Not because I feel like I have to, but that's what friends do. They support each other. And their and their goals and ambitions. I barely like anybody's anything. I'm not anybody, motherfucker. We've been doing this for two years. If only you, only your wife and one other person gets their shit liked. Well, I feel like you should like your mother's stuff too. Yeah. But I should get some too. Get some of that. Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm the friend. We do this together. This is our baby. Yeah. You should fucking like my stuff too. Okay, noted. So yeah, I bought the uh, this this one on sale. That's the reason I bought it. Ten dollars. For the 4K, why are you laughing? Scott Pilgrim. Of course it was the 4K <laughs> LGHD. You're such a dick. Do you really not like this movie? It's it's good. It's good. But uh, This is in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. I will say the reason why I like it so much, it was just because of the fights. Like, I never saw anything like that before in a movie. His like, editing is right, fucking the on arcade point. arcade style, yeah. like how he would do the power-ups. Like, I just thought that was really clever. And it's a, like a unique way. And I I did not know when I first saw it that it was based off of a comic book. Yeah. So it made me kind of want to read the comic. Right. Man. I heard the comic was kind of trash. But. It can be any worse than the movie. I love the music in this movie too. Like I will regularly put on the music from this movie. I just, I mean, you know, I don't know any of those fucking bands, but I'm the, sure you do. No, it's made up music for the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so none of it's like. I mean, some of it. I think Black. wrote it. I think Black Sheep is like a popular song that was used for the movie. But I think most of it is like some that he just made up for the movie. Oh, I could cool. be wrong, but you know, like I, I don't the, think, I don't think garbage truck is a real song. I think I it's just the, something he made up. I love the Brandon Roush, you know, the vegan, the vegan yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Is like, eh, that was kind of like the weakest part of this movie is the vegan storyline, the vegan X, but I don't oh, out of all the ex, the chick sucks. I didn't like her. You didn't like, like the, her? The angry chick that beats the shit out of him. Well, I'm by furious. <laughs> Such a great line. I love Scott Pilgrim. It is, like I said, it's in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. So I had to get it on 4K. But, you know, I think out of all the Michael Sarah movies I've seen, I think the only one I like less than this one is Year One. Year one is bad. We've talked about it a few times. Year yeah. one is I went to the theaters and walked out very disappointed. When I saw year one, that's when I told myself I'll never pay to watch another Jack Black movie. Yeah, that's completely understandable. Yeah. But and was, that sucks, too, because, you know, there was a point in time where I loved Jack Black. Yeah. Like, he, he was good. I mean, he's still good, you know. But I mean, have you seen his TikTok? 
Yeah, he's he's going hard on the top. <laughs> yeah. He's Jack Black. I mean, shit. What else is how he much gonna effort, do? How much effort does he have to put in? This is true. That guy wakes up and he's fucking Jack Black. You know what I mean? I've been watching Mike Tyson. Like oh, he's on TikTok and just watching him destroy people's hands. Cause he's yeah, he's still, gotten into shape again. Oh my god! No, dude. he got out of shape and now he's back into no, he's shape. In and it's like, shape. and it's like, oh shit! Like he because, looks like like he did in '96. Right, like, that's how good he's looking. Not '88 Tyson, but as good as you can be at the age he is. Uh, that exactly. Yes, uh, as a good as shape as you can for a 55 year old boss boxer. That's a good. That's a good question. Real quick before we wrap it up, I gotta ask you: What amount of money would it take you? To fight Mike Tyson for one round, not a lot, not a lot, maybe a thousand dollars. Really? Yeah, I would. I would love to just fight Mike Tyson. The CTE and permanent brain I will damage take would be it. worth a thousand. Just to know what it's like to get punched by Mike Tyson. Oh my god! Oh, the light probably died. Oh, okay, Jesus! I thought like your <laughs> why pow- does everything in my house just? Dude, shut I just off? thought your whole power went out, like for the neighborhood or something. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's why I do it on a laptop, because if the fucking power did go out, then I still have a laptop and it runs off battery. You know, there's one thing nobody will ever be able to say about you or won't be will be able to say about you is that you don't learn from your mistakes. This is 100 percent because you definitely don't make the same one twice. <laughs> no, I just make a lot of something new might ones. fuck up, but it ain't going to be that again. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. And that's I love that about you. You know, but uh, no. Nah, uh yeah, so but yeah, just so a thousand know, bucks, just, maybe just, that's even asking a lot, like five hundred dollars. I mean, yeah, the story alone for would be free. Fantastic. I will fight Mike Tyson. I don't know about free, dog. <laughs> just to know what it's like, I'd take a gut punch for free, just to get to meet him and like take a picture with him. I'd I mean, anyone can hit you a gut punch hard enough where you're gonna feel it. I want to get hit in the head. You want to by Mike him Tyson? Disconnect your jaw. Yeah, just to know what it's like to get actually punch but you know i'm gonna bob and weave i'm not gonna give him a free shot i've never kissed the front of a train or anything but i i know that it won't feel good you know what i mean i'm not saying it's gonna be a pleasant what if he knocks four fucking teeth out of your head bro uh yeah it'll be a story you know how i lost these mike tyson a cool story bro how much did you get when you sued his ass oh i did it for free yeah oh so you're an idiot like what i'm i'm a guy that wants experiences i bet zach galifianakis like like they staged that punch and I bet he's still fucking hurt after it. Yeah. Mike, just lay off. Just lay off. <laughs> you know, with it. just kinda just kinda nick him a little bit. Don't don't get him, get him. Yeah, and I'm not joking either. If I get an email saying that Mike Tyson wants to hit me for that, free. That was the one guy that I don't I'm, I don't know what you want me I'm to do. I'm a hundred percent for it. Yeah, Mike Tyson and I love his podcast, Hot Boxing. I've never listened to it. Oh my god, man. It is great. Is it? And he has great people, great guests on there, dude. I've only listened to him on Rogan. He was pretty good on Rogan. That was a great episode, too. Yeah. And uh, he just smokes and, like, philosophizes on life and shit, man. Like, Philosophizes? Yeah, yeah, I did that on purpose. <laughs> but, like, yeah, he just gets like he just gets deep. And he has, like, these people on there and has, like, real meaningful conversations. Mm, I might have to check it out because I like those kind of podcasts. Honestly, though, like, I noticed my podcasting is, like, I just want to listen to comedians tell jokes for, like, an hour. Yeah. Like just give each other the fucking shit for an hour. Like Whitney Cummings and uh, uh uh Tim Dillon. I was just about to say I almost enjoy listening to comedians bullshit on podcasts more than stand up now. Yes, a hundred percent. Listen, go to Whitney Cummings and then look for Tim Dillon. They just insult each other mm. for the whole time. They just 
throw punches at each other. And I can watch is... Bobby Lee talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't hold back. Yeah, it's like we've been friends for years. I'm gonna make these people. Yeah, talk. I was listening to one recently. Um, actually, it's one from way back, but I listened to it recently. He's like, um, I got a couple questions for you. Like, uh, which Asians do you hate the most? And I was like, what the fuck, Bobby? And then would like go to laugh. He's like, why would you laugh? Yeah. Why would you laugh? And he gets so serious. He man. does. It's and it, that, well, that's, his, yeah, I love Bobby Lee, but he gets a little too out there sometimes where you, oh, and yeah. that's the thing is you don't know if he's serious or not. Like right. that's where he takes it to. It's yeah. like, fuck, I think we just got serious. And then he's like, ah, I'm just fucking around. His podcast, like I said, I don't do whole episodes, but I love his clips. Uh, Theo Vaughn's another one. I love his clips. Like, yeah. he'll have a solid five minutes ago. I love the way Theo Vaughn's mind works. It's a really a beautiful mind. He goes to the most. But I was telling, I was trying to explain it to the wife. I'm like, most comedy comedians, whenever they're setting it up, you can kind of predict the punchline, and you're like, ah. he goes left field. He goes every time. way left field. It's like, how did your mind go there? And even when you think you kind of got where he's going, yeah. he'll fucking take a right at Albuquerque. Exactly, hundred percent get you dude yeah it's like what the fuck mm-hmm. it comes out of nowhere and that's why i love theo vaughn because his mind goes in the most obscure places yeah like he's one of those dudes that like like they were talking about uh because he lived in louisiana and they're like oh you like fried up some possum he's like i don't know we tried some swan it's like swan <laughs> that's where you went i don't know i grew up poor man yeah and like you know you think you're gonna hear like oh he's gonna say how he grew up and, yeah. you know how this was that and then he'll just he'll and then like the way he talks about shit that makes people uncomfortable like when he's like he's like black people used to tell me in my neighborhood man you put us here why'd you do this to us <laughs> and he's like you think i did this to you man why do you think i'd be here too <laughs> Now are we gonna split this peach or what? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> that's what he says. Just like, we, no, he says, are we gonna split this plum or what? Like, yeah, yeah. You have to appreciate Theo Vaughn's mind because it is a beautiful, brilliant, bizarre mind. I think if we want world peace anytime in this, like, they're gonna have to get Theo Vaughn, Theo yeah. Vaughn involved. Yeah, hundred percent. Because he has a way of just making everybody laugh. Yeah, I've never seen one person talk and have a conversation with that guy and not leave that shit like oh my god dude, yeah exactly joe rogan loves him to death like mm-hmm. joe rogan would do an episode with him every week if he'd let him i was listening to one where some a guy's trying to be like serious comedy you know and the, he would just catch the guy off guard and he would just have to like stop himself to laugh because theo Vaughn just says the weirdest shit i love him yeah <laughs> my man's on a healthy diet of risk biscuits with fearless dipping sauce like bro who comes up with this shit dude right. and it's fucking gold in his delivery man i i have really come to appreciate him in the last couple of years yeah because uh, you think he's like a backwoods hick that's his like persona that's his that character is legendary right uh, and that's his whole like character but you realize he's actually a really intelligent fucking dude i was gonna say that's probably one thing a lot of people don't give him credit for is like he's sneaky smart dude like, oh 100 you think you're gonna go in there and he's just gonna not know nothing and like he, he knows his shit like, but the thing is he can hang with like ridiculous people too what's mm-hmm. the guy mm-hmm. that uh spring breakers was based off of Riff Raff. Yeah, him and Riff they Raff. Do a, they did a podcast for months together. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah, it's called The Weekend, Over the Weekend, or some shit like that. But yeah, they literally did it dressed like 80s fucking, uh, like 80s sports broadcasters. Right. And uh, Riff Raff loved him so much that that's why Riff Raff has a mullet, is because of Theo. <laughs> 
They're like the best of friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like he's intelligent, but he also hangs with like the weirdos. I've always said that about Riff Raff too. You know, people laugh at him and stuff, but he's one of them dudes like he knows what he's doing. Oh yeah. Like, he's a smart motherfucker. Like, right. He's another You don't one. you don't come up with characters like that because you're an idiot. You come up with them because you're really smart. And you know what people are going to respond to. And if you see because there's old clips of him like before he got big, Riff Raff did. Mm-hmm. He's the you know, you can call it what you want like culture vulture you know he's not really like that you know but that motherfucker has been the same person from 2000 like any found footage of him he is the same fucking dude from then to now Mm -hmm. you know and the craziest is businessman and business is good dude yeah he's gotten to that point where he's kind of like he's not like mainstream mainstream but like he's still making money yeah he's still making money right every day but anyways, I don't know how we got on Riff Raff, but Theo Vaughn, like I said, <laughs> I, I could listen to comedians do podcasts. That's pretty much all I listen to. Day. I listen to like educational podcasts and then comedians. Yeah. And you know what else uh, podcast I love listening to? War with Cinema, folks. You should listen. <laughs> new episodes weekly streaming yeah. on YouTube and Spotify and right. most major platforms. Yes. And next week we are doing Bad Santa that I am so fucking excited for. Shout out to Billy Bob. <laughs> Until then. Later. Later. <laughs>